Hi everybody, I'm Sharita and this is My Sister's Keto. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. I know that there are a ton of other podcasts you could be listening to, but you've taken the time to click on mine. So I just wanted to say thank you so, so much. The topic of conversation tonight, aside from our usual Q&A, is the mental side effects of eating the ketogenic way of life. So hang on, we'll be starting in just a moment. Welcome back to the show. As I previously stated, I am Sharita and this is the My Sister's Keto podcast. Tonight, I'm just going to take a few minutes to talk about the happy coincidence that is keto and mental clarity and improved moods. Um, In my experience, before I started eating keto, I had a real problem with brain fog and not being able to access information in my mind. Um, I worked in a very high stress job. Um, I am a credential project manager in my real life. (laughs) And um, I worked for a very um, big, well-known computer company. And they do a lot of uh, tech implementations and other you know for other organizations and things like that and I was working a project and you know it seemed like no matter what I did after a while it was it just the the mental fog and the inability to really pull information the way that I was used to doing just got worse and worse and worse and you know of course as you're dealing with that you know I was eating uncontrollably because I was just so anxious all the time and You know, I was really, really struggling because it was like, because I was anxious and emotional, I was eating and, you know, trying to keep, you know, what I thought what I was doing was keeping my energy up, but just, you know, just consuming and just not being able to just grasp the information. To be honest, it was like I was living in a complete fog and I just could not understand it. You know, I, I have... You know, I was a straight A student in college. I was in the military for 20 years. So I'm used to be, you know, dealing with working on little to no rest. So that didn't seem like it should have been a problem. Um, I was used to uh, working under pressure. So that also didn't seem like it should have been a problem. But it just seemed that as time went on, you know, my job was very sedentary. Um, I just it just seemed like the harder I worked and the more I tried, the worse I felt, you know, my mood was really just off the charts negative. It was just like, I felt like a complete failure. And that's just, you know, the truth, you know, I'm just going to keep it real with y'all and just be really honest. I felt like an imposter. And I mean, I would read and try to, you know, gain all this information and do all the tricks that they tell you. I know I told the story before, but in my home office, I have, you know, what I call my wall of achievement that had like my degrees and all, you know, my certificates um, for my certifications that I had, plaques that I'd earned, 
you know, um, awards that I'd earned, you know, I had them all on this wall so that I could look at it because, you know, I read somewhere that if you can see the things that you've accomplished, it'll make you feel more confident and you'll be able to better um, articulate uh, who you are and your power and things like that. And even though, I mean, I would stare at that wall and I'm just like, what happened to the woman that did those things? You know, I just could not seem to get it together in my mind. And again, because of that, I was very anxious. I suffered greatly from depression. I mean, I was just in the worst black hole and I just, mm, you know, I just, I wish that I could paint a picture of how desperate I was to be able to uh, find my words if you will Um, and so that to me was actually one of the things that drew me to the keto diet as I started to do my research because you know I'm nothing if not a researcher so you know I started reading about it and it said that you know mental clarity improved moods you know, um, not that it's a cure for depression, but definitely up, you know, it helps to uplift you and things like that. And, you know, again, I was, you know, on five foot eight, 250 pounds at that time, that to me was extreme. That was the, the biggest, heaviest I had ever been. And I just was so uncomfortable. My back ached, my head ached, everything. And my heart was really aching, you know, I was broken hearted that, you know, I just I can't even express how cloudy I felt. And so I, I'm telling you guys within a couple of weeks of, you know, really clean eating really, really strict keto, I was right back in the game. It was like, it was like, you know, when fog burns off in the day, it gets foggy super early in the morning. And then as the sun rises and it gets warmer, the fog just burns off. And immediately it's like a spring day, you know, my mind cleared up and my mood just improved. Now it is a daily, I mean, I'm not going to lie and, and, and be like, there are, I don't have days where, you know, I feel the gloom, you know, kind of over my shoulder, if you will. But it, it's not like it was for sure. Um, I'm definitely, my affect is definitely better. Um, my husband has mentioned to me very early on in, in my keto experience, how he, you know, before he noticed anything else, as far as my weight loss, my face getting slimmer, anything, he noticed that my affect was improved. (laughs) I wasn't ready to rip his head off, you know, at the mere mention of something that irritated me. And to this day, you know, of course, you know, as a married couple and, and as a human being, I have days where I'm irritated or whatever. But you know, I'm able that impulse control to not just stamp off at the slightest hint isn't there anymore. Um, I, I can go back to counting to 10 and, and, you know, um, really being able to have that self control again. And I really think it stems from eating the whole foods, drinking plenty of water, the lean meats, the whole, you know, the, uh, green leafy vegetables, um, and just taking good care of my body, exercising again and, and feeling that sense of achievement you know so definitely if you are interested or or if you are doing your research on the keto way of eating and 
you are suffering from some of the things that I described, I would definitely at least try keto. At least try. You know, give it a little bit of time and you will see, you know, how much your quality of life in and of itself will be improved. Um, You know, I know it's easy for me to say because I'm already kind of over the hump. You know, I I don't have cravings for the carbs anymore. Yeah, if I smell fresh baked bread, you know, of course I'm going to want some. But it's not like I'm at my desk in the middle of the day like, you know, it would be really great right now. You know, (laughs) that's not happening. Um, My coworkers, um, when I'm in the office, they totally eat everything in front of me. We have a lot of um, people bringing in pizzas and uh, chocolates and things like that. And nope, doesn't phase me one bit. So while I am over that hump, I can look back and appreciate the hard days. And so if you are dealing with some hard times, know that you aren't alone in that. Um, I've definitely, definitely been there. If you need somebody to talk to ever, you can always hit me up at my sister's keto diet on Instagram. You can DM me. You can also send me a private email, um, my sister's keto at outlook.com. I do respond um, because I know what it is. So with that, we're going to go into Q&A. I just wanted to drop a quick line um, and just talk to you guys really quickly about some of the psychological improvements that you will feel on the ketogenic diet. It's not just about losing weight, but it's about really healing yourself from the inside out and you know, I know we get so caught up on the aesthetics and the outs, the outward appearance, but I care about the inside also. I care about, you know, people um, dealing with depression, dealing with grief, dealing with loss, dealing with that, that shame, you know, because I definitely dealt with shame. Um, having been fit once upon a time and trying to to outwork a really poor diet and just failing miserably, I know what that is. So definitely if you're dealing with something and you just want somebody to listen to you that knows what you're going through, will not judge you. I have two open ears, an open heart, and a closed mouth. So don't be afraid to hit me up. I'm a real person just like you. And on that note, I'm going to go ahead and move into question and answer. Yay, question and answer time. And we're back for the question and answer portion of today's episode. I am so happy you're here um again thank you so much and we're going to go on to our first question of the night and it reads like this it says are there any alternative brands to lily's chocolates i honestly cannot bring myself to spend seven to eight dollars on a single candy bar or a bag of chocolate chips well, honey, I agree with you. <laughs> um, I wouldn't spend seven to eight dollars on a single candy bar or a bag of chocolate chips either. However, well, that's not true. Well, no. Um, at the local Hy-Vee that I work, that I live near, not I work at, that I live near. Um, actually, I work across the street from a Hy-Vee. Um, 
but um, which, by the way, if you don't live in Iowa or Kansas or any of the Midwest states, Hy-Vee is kind of like uh, Whole Foods or like a, a higher end uh, Harris Teeter type grocery store. But they have the the Lily's chocolate candy bars um, for $4.99 a bar and the chocolate chips are $5.99 a bag. So uh, yeah, you're spending about six bucks. Five to six dollars if you want to partake in the Lily's chocolate. Um, it ain't cheap, but it's good. Um, I have heard of another brand that I actually have tried, Chalk Zero. Um, I got three boxes of their chocolates, um, Stevia um, sweetened chocolates, for 21 bucks. So it was seven dollars a box, but each box had like five or six servings. So each candy bar was in a one serving packet, which Lily's does not do. Uh, Lily's chocolate bars are two servings. So, um, no, there were seven. Yeah, there were seven bars in each box. And so that made each bar approximately one dollar. Um, and I bought 21 bars. Basically, I bought three boxes of seven. So, um yeah and they were super good um it's called chalk zero if you're interested um and no i don't do any kind of weird affiliate thing or anything like that it's just um if you go to my instagram i actually took pictures and everything so you can tell that i've actually eaten the product before um the hazelnut is my favorite um as far as lily's chocolates the salted almond um that's my favorite for that one um so if anybody's interested in hooking a sister up yeah but um so those are the that's the only other alternative to lilies that i know um i didn't read any of the comments so um yeah (laughs) oh this person there's a person in here that said you can make your own but uh oh here's one keto lux gourmet sugar-free chocolate i might have to give that a shot oh 15 bucks for a 12 ounce bag okay so it looks like lilies and chalk zero uh might be your two less um well might be your two alternatives if you're looking for something somewhat reasonably priced but the truth of the matter is is that you know buying some of the keto branded stuff which i say don't buy keto branded stuff if you don't absolutely positively have to because that stuff is usually way more expensive than the conventional and you may not even be getting what you think you're getting to begin with so all right we're gonna move on to the next question (laughs) all right this person needed some inspiration so they were looking for some before and after pictures um let's see all right here's one she says hi everyone first day on here thanks for having me i've been doing keto 20 grams carbs 130 grams uh fat and 90 grams 90 grams of protein since january 2nd with no cheats in that 30-day period i've only lost five pounds ah only people 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 okay before i even before i even go in on this i'm gonna go ahead and finish reading it so it says 
In that 30 day period, I've only lost five pounds and that was in the first two weeks. I'm not losing motivation to keep keto. I'm just wondering if anyone else has had this experience and if they could share when the weight truly started coming off. I'm five foot nine and need to lose about 75 pounds to get to my ideal weight. Not doing any formal exercise, but move around quite a bit once I'm home from work. Any tips or stories you want to share would be amazing thanks in advance now so she started at the beginning of the year today is february the 4th so she's been at it a whole whopping 30 days or 32 days approximately yeah 33 days because um there's 31 days in january and today's the fourth 31 3 34 days and she's lost five whole pounds and first of all, if you lose any weight at all, please, for the love, just stop saying, I only, I only, I only. You lost five pounds. And that is an accomplishment. That's truly an accomplishment. 34 days, that's what, uh, seven weeks, right? 34 pounds, I mean, excuse me, five pounds in seven weeks, that's not bad at all that's almost a pound a week. And so I mean, you know, yes, it it might seem a little slow, but five pounds. There are people out there that would kill to be five pounds less than what they what they started. So you're doing good. You know, I wish people wouldn't get down on themselves because this is not a race we didn't gain. Let me tell you something you didn't gain your weight in a week or a month or even a year. This is collective over time. And so you know, when we see ourselves getting thin, we need to recognize that these things do take time. So stop with the only I only lost. If you lost anything at all, you need to be celebrating. You need to be like, yay, I lost five pounds. What? So anyway, back to her question. So she is asking um, if people could share their stories of when the weight truly started coming off. To be honest, I, I my first month um, when I look back on at my stats and I do track um, my weight stats and my body fat and um, body uh, muscle, my average uh, skeletal muscle. And so when I first the first month I lost nine pounds, I actually lost the most weight in the second month of keto. And in the second month, I lost 14 pounds. But um, again, I started out um, fasting, which again, I don't recommend fa- uh, intermittent fasting or fasting, doing trying to do long term fasting until you are under control with your, um, your fat adapted. So because it makes it a lot easier when you're not starving. It's really, really difficult. Ooh, excuse me. It's really, really difficult to um, to fast when you're so hungry, and the way to control that hunger is to get fat adapted. I promise you, once your body starts using your body your body fat as fuel, again, we all carry a lot more fat reserves than we do glucose reserves. So you'll have that energy, you'll have that satisfaction. You won't be, you know, about to kill somebody because you're so hungry. So. Yeah, that's what I did when I first started. (laughs) So stop with the only. Okay, next question. Do you find it hard to exercise at all when sticking 
to let's say a max of 24 net grams a day. I just started keto a few days ago and have yet to try to work out. I love working out, but I don't know if I might possibly feel dizzy, lightheaded, dizzy or lightheaded from trying to work out when the carbs are that low. So I did have a lack of energy when I first started. Um, I did not work out for the first, mm, I'd say the first three or four weeks of my doing keto, but I was not working out religiously before I started doing keto. Um, It had been a number of years since I was consistently working out. Um, I did start walking for a time, but I gave up on that because it was winter time and here in Kansas and it was a really bad snowy winter that year. So I gave up on that. And then that's when my weight really, really, really shot up. And then I soon regretted the fact that I gave up on that. So however, um, after about three to four weeks, once I got my energy back up, I was an exercising machine and I've, I pretty much exercise four to five days a week, sometimes six days a week religiously now um, for the last, let's see, November, we'll say November, December, so the last five, four to five months I've been exercising, you know, five to six days a week, so just give it a little bit of time. Make sure you take your electrolytes. Um, make sure you're stretching effectively and you will be just fine. It says, is Trader Joe's a good place to shop for healthy food? I've never been there, but my Walmart has nothing. Well, um, that's a pretty sparse looking Walmart. Um, I hear Trader Joe's does have a really great selection of food. I've never shopped at a Trader Joe's and I've, I don't live near one. So in either of the cities that I live in. So um, there's that. Um, as far as being able to find stuff at Walmart. I mean, I shop at Walmart a lot. Um, I will go to Hy-Vee for some of the uh, meats. Um sometimes the vegetables like I go to Hy-Vee to get avocados because the one thing that the Walmart has in my town uh the Walmart does not have in my town are really good avocados either they're super ripe or they're super hard at that Walmart so Hy-Vee they're just right so um but aside from that um and the Lily's chocolate for whatever reason they carry it at the Hy-Vee and not the the Walmart but aside from that I really um I stick with Walmart. Um, the prices are reasonable, um, and you can get your um, your meats, your leafy vegetables, your fats or oils and things like that at Walmart for slightly cheaper than you can get it, say, at the Hy-Vee. So, yeah, I don't know what it is she's trying to buy that she can't buy at Walmart, but yeah. That's my answer because we don't have a Trader Joe's here. So the, cl- the closest thing that I have to uh, compare it to would be the Hy-Vee. So. All right. Somebody asked about Beachbody on demand. Um, people looking for an accountability partner when it looks um, like fasting. Um, 
looking for an accountability partner when it comes to fasting so yeah here's one ladies if you were to give advice to any to someone about keto what would that be hmm well my keto advice and I have a ton um but I'm only going to give a couple of examples um keto advice would be to take it slow take it one step at a time one meal at a time if you have to especially in the beginning and drink water with a little bit of pink salt in it just avoid the trouble just sprinkle you some salt water yep and just let that be a thing (laughs) that's my advice because that keto flu is nothing to play around with I mean I didn't feel very well I, I wasn't like sick sick but I definitely didn't feel my best so that pink salt and a little bit of water in the morning um, to drink plenty of water throughout the day and to move your body like definitely exercise definitely of course you know follow your macros track your food weigh your food so that way you know that you're getting the appropriate amounts and the appropriate portions I and here I go going off on a tangent, but I just don't understand people that don't track their macros and don't um, track what they're eating because I don't understand how it is that you're getting what you need in the amount that you need if you're not measuring what it is. Like, how do you know if you're eating, if you're supposed to eat 20 grams of carbs, that that is in fact what you're eating? Like, there's no real way to know that. You can just know that you know uh as far as carbs are concerned you know you want to stick with the green leafy vegetables so you put a little bit of spinach in your eggs and a little bit of green pepper and a little bit of red pepper in your eggs to make that omelet or to make that those scrambled eggs with the spinach but you don't really know how much of it you're eating not that it's a problem because I I highly doubt that someone's sitting around eating enough spinach to blow their macros. But still, if you're not measuring your food, I just I, I, I don't know how you know that you that you you're eating what you're supposed to and that you're actually following your macros. So I guess, you know, aside from drinking the water with a bit of pink salt, my recommendation would also be to um look into tracking look into um, measuring your food and weighing your food to make sure that you have the appropriate amounts so there's that I think we got time for one more quick question okay here's the the last one and I I swear I'm just I'm starting to read this as I'm scrolling to it and I'm like ah it says ladies I want to cry I can't stop how annoying I can't stop how annoyed I am at everything everyone is doing and I know right it's not all the I know right now it's all me I was drinking too much yay vodka it's keto yay vodka is keto shots for too many days so today is day three sober and I feel like I have worse sugar cravings than when I first started I hardly ever ate refined sugar anyway. But without the alcohol sugars, I'm craving sweets like never before. The worst is I snapped at my boyfriend for asking me the same question twice. Can I get you anything on the way home? I feel monstrous. I even got annoyed because he said, okay, love, 
okay love you bye twice nicely but twice (laughs) okay I know I'm not at a clinical need of MH serve oh mental health services but the start of this month's journey is tough thank you all who has read this far I'm really not looking for advice just camaraderie and some keto sisters I hope that my maybe my share will help anyone else feeling this way it'll pass it always does I apologize if it's triggering and greatly appreciate having a place where I can type what my internal monologue is screaming at me wow so yeah you know again you know those of us that are dealing with um some of the uh behavioral health ish type problems um this woman is going through it sounds like a little bit of a withdrawal um side note vodka is keto but we still want to be careful because she's right you know those sugar alcohols you know you're get you're getting that that sugar high and it's just making it harder to kick that habit um i've been doing keto for six months and i've drank one time <laughs> and it was one and not even a, another full glass of champagne to celebrate my I got a promotion at work <laughs> recently, um, about uh, two weeks ago, I got a promotion at work. And so we had a, a couple of, uh, my husband and I had a drink. My husband is not doing keto, by the way, but he just, he doesn't really drink very often. So, but aside from that, now I've had the desire to have some uh, cocktails and I, you know, I actually saw uh, yesterday where they had a recipe for a uh, pina colada type cocktail on Instagram. Some folks had been passing around this image and I was like, yo, that looks, yeah, that looks freaking demand. Like, like, yeah, that looks really good. But on the other hand, um, I know what, what liquor can do to the body to the liver specifically and I've kind of, I've worked really hard to get my insides cleaned up <laughs> so I'm just not um I'm not in a huge hurry to to drink anymore like I used to so anyway with that being said I do want to applaud this lady for coming out and sharing her story because it's hard sometimes to be that vulnerable and say look I have this problem I know even for me, you know, um, I find it a little bit difficult sometimes to share and then sometimes not because the honest to God's truth is, is that I feel like it's my duty since I got saved to save some other folks. Um, I truly was legit sick. Um, and I feel like, you know, maybe I wouldn't be here or at least here at the capacity that I am now had I not done something about it. So, of course, you know. I just want to give back and help out. So, again, I applaud her so much. And so with that, we're going to go ahead and close today's episode. So, give me just a moment.
Well, we have another episode in the bag. I want to thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. I know that there are a ton of other podcasts out there, but you clicked on mine and I super appreciate it really from the bottom of my heart. If you want to reach me, you can send me a DM at my sister's keto diet on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, you can join the Facebook group, my sister's keto. You can also find me online on our webpage at www.mysistersketo.com. And if you want to just email me directly, you can email me at mysistersketo at outlook.com. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you next time. I love you guys. Take care.